Alexander, how are you today? I'm all right. How are you? Well, I'm fine, but I'm a little worried. You have uh, you've been a bit under the weather. I mean, I'm better today. I'm just coughing a bit, and I don't want to be contagious. You know how it be. I do know how it be. Okay. Mm -hmm. But you're gonna be okay. This isn't like the Rona. Nope, officially not the Rona. I got a COVID test, so we're clear. The last two people I've had to ask about the Rona test told me they had to give themselves the test. Like, I refuse. Like, they had to stick the, the Mababi up their nose. Did you have to do the same thing? Yeah, but we'll get to that later. We will. Okay. Mm -hmm. Lucas, how are you? I am, I am good also without the Rona. Man, sweet. Social distance is out the window. We are going to have a party. Well, it is a uh, potentially sad news in the world of the power jankings. We may have lost last week's episode, the uh, the short version. And Alex and Lucas, you can correct me for any and all IT faulty statements that are made. Are that when this show was done and we had to strip it down from an MP4 to an MP3, it was literally 0 0.03 gigabytes, too yep. large for the free stripped down so we alex and i had to cut five minutes of it which was an arduous process through skype you were feeling sick after five minutes it probably hadn't even gone five percent i had to get to bed for my 12-hour day so then while i was sleeping the computer did a restart so i'm a little worried that this thing is gone forever and it was derek's first show with us no the thing's not gone forever you still have it saved it's just the the, the potentially cut version might be gone which is perfectly fine we just have to cut five minutes off of it it's just we're using terrible programs because we're cheap. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, come on now, this is a high quality show. You, you can you can splurge for the extra extra high quality uh, show, but we 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 can't splurge when we go outside of the you know outside of the tech realm. You know you know we can't. We're not I'm out sorry, there buying. As the CEO of this whole thing, <gasps> the budget goes to the town. So when you Cam and Alex want to take pay cuts. Then we can start talking about better IT. But while we're what's, keeping you in the uh, lavish yeah, middle class lifestyle you're accustomed to. Yeah, and I what, can't what's take less a pay than cut. zero. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, if my son wasn't here, I'd have an answer to that. <coughs> Pretty sure Lucas knows it. All right. So we yeah, are uh, we're, we're gonna start our 10 for 10. So Hopefully we do get the episode up, but if we don't, here is the short and dirty of the top 10 after going. So what we just wrapped week seven, right? So this was last week's show, what you would have uh, got the condensed version. So 10, Derek, 9, Alex, 8, Kelly. I'm sorry. No, That's no. right. Yeah. Here, up two dogs. spots. That was a, that was a <laughs> cheer. 7. Matthew, six, Jason, I was five, Lucas, you were four, Cameron was three, you really like that beer bottle, Bobby, two, Carly held on to one. All right. So anything, uh, as you see those numbers going into last, no, no, you can't actually drink that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Anything shocking? <laughs> oh, this is going to be so entertaining tonight. We're going to have so many random quotes. 
Yeah, I mean, she really knew how to put that bottle to her mouth. All right. So any immediate reaction to that top 10, Lucas? I know it's a little hard to try to take away last week out of your brain and only think of it through six weeks, but anything pop for you? Yeah, I don't really remember much of the results from week six, but um, it it seems about right. Um, Not a whole lot of uh, major movement. Uh, A couple spots here and there for people, but um, yeah, trending downward. That sounds about right for me. (laughs) Well, Alex, you were here, so we won't get your opinion on it because you had two hours and 13 minutes to pontificate on it but i will ask a little more so you said there would uh there's a little more to tell about you officially not having the rona oh this is number two in t- 10 for 10 how are you oh number two t- i'm you know i'm better i still have a cough um and i'm not sleeping 14 hours a day so that's nice um getting a test was horrific but a horrific process that took over a week and they stick that thing so far up my nose i was afraid that they were going to touch my brain oh it, it's like it's like that far, straight back into your face. The audio listeners cannot see. It's long. That felt uncomfortable. I, I will have to concur with Alex here. I had to get one back in July for work before we all went back on campus, and that was before they had all these other versions of the two. And I was not looking forward to it, and. The lady was sticking that cotton swab up my nose, and I'm like, oh, this isn't too bad. And then she was kind of digging around in there, and she made the comment of, boy, you have very narrow nasal passages. Oh! And and then it went up another two inches, and I'm like, oh, "Oh, there it is. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. Felt like I had to blow my nose the rest of the day. Oh. Yeah. Is it painful or just uncomfortable? Like, is there there kind of a little bit of both? Just very no, it's uncomfortable. Just uncomfortable. Yep. Just very, very uncomfortable. And then uncomfortable for a while after because nothing nothing should go that far up your nose. <laughs> do you both get one nostril only or do they do the double dip for you guys? Just one. Yeah. Goodness, I am so sorry. But I was clear. Yeah, but, <laughs> I, mean, I was yeah, I talked with a couple of people who had to do it themselves. I couldn't. I could not. And I don't consider myself particularly queasy, but I can't stick a Q-tip like that far up my nose. I'd just be like, no, I won't go to work ever again. I'm good. <laughs> oh, got some inside baseball there, Lucas. Yes, yes, Cam. Yes, Jason. I did do what you thought I did. <laughs> oh, three. Alex, how's our adopted team? Oh my gosh. I believe I won by a lot. Okay. Hey, yep, I won by like 40 Lamar points. Sorry, go ahead. Yep, I, I had Lamar Jackson on a bye week. I put in Danny Dimes. And, uh, yeah, I won. Yes, I did. That's awesome. Are I we know. five and two? Five and two, yeah. Can you believe it? A team that I have is winning something. And you were going to, if I remember correctly. So you're on a five-game win streak. Yeah, but I didn't have a kicker for those two losses. So. Oh, I don't think you sh- I think that was information you shared on last week's podcast. Our adopted oh, team yeah. just didn't have a kicker for the first two weeks. Five weeks. I didn't have a kicker for the first five weeks. Good Lord, that's even worse. Yeah, I know. But I won. I'm glad I can win somewhere. We will get to you in, in here, but okay. So we're adopted team is five and two. 
Yep. Um, any big pickups this week or any uh, injuries we should be aware of? Uh, nope. That team is not experiencing injuries, really. <laughs> so they're doing is, good. Yeah, I have b- had to barely pick up anybody. I did make a trade. I traded. Wait, trades tra- happen in fantasy football leagues? Yep. I traded Christian McCaffrey for um, James Robinson and I think not Darrell Henderson. James Robinson and uh, who was it? Not not Metcalf. Uh, but, 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 Alex, I'm but, really curious. You look at that, and I'm gonna I'm gonna yep. <laughs> over to four real quick, and we'll come back. So, Lucas, if it if uh, it ended if it ends like the power rankings are right now, Carly would get to name Derek. I know there's some funness to the two new teams being involved in it, but uh, do you think it would be particularly entertaining combination? Um, probably not. And that's no offense against Carly. Um, But I think uh, the entertaining uh, name will come from familiarity between the two players involved. Yeah, that's a good point. And and I think the other part is like, you know, if Derek finishes 10th, I think we're just all going to feel really bad. This was a, and we're going to get into this, as you like to point out, we're going to kick the can a little more. This has been some pretty bad luck. This is not a Gordy situation where he just kind of was terrible and didn't really try hard. No, but you know what? Somebody's got to come in last. I Amen just to that. Me. <laughs> Five, the Lions game. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, what a great game. Wow. Alex, do you, hold on. Do you have the trade results yet, Alex? No, because I you cannot figure out ESPN's app. Huh? I cannot figure out ESPN's app. I can only look at recent activity within the last two days. You, you can't look at your roster and remember who you got with James Robinson? No. If you, look at, if you look at all of your players, they will show you their transaction history, so you will see a spot of traded by. Yeah. So, anyway, the Lions, yeah. right? Um, so, for those of you who didn't know, which would be everybody, uh, except Steve, Kelly, and I, I was at Steve's house this weekend to watch some football. Yay. And, uh, yeah, we, and, and, just a little bit. And yeah. so, right, so they, they drive down the field before, and we'll, we'll get to the whole Todd Gurley situation. Um, and they're down there, and they've got one play left. And we look at each other and we're like, yeah, we know what's going to happen. And it didn't happen. And they actually scored a touchdown and there was no flag. And we're like, oh my God, they just won the game. And we're like, oh wait, no, they didn't. They need to kick the extra point yet. (laughs) Oh, right. This is where it happens. And then there was a, then there was a flag, right? Cause then it was the excessive celebration or whatever 15 yard penalty that I decided to, to give Detroit, which was accurate, right? You know, it's, it's Detroit. They're not supposed to win these games. <laughs> so we're like, okay, he's going to miss the 48 yard extra point. Right. And, and this is how we lose. And then we didn't, and we didn't really cheer or celebrate. We were just kind of just dumbfounded. <laughs> We just didn't know how to react to that. Um, 
But then I found out later that uh, Kelly, uh, my wife, was very hoarse afterwards. Um, she screamed at the top of her lungs and was very loud and boisterous and celebratory. So I'm sure Carly was as well. And uh, yeah, that was uh, that 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 doesn't happen to us. Like it happens no. the other way around. Um, it's it was really odd to react to. Did you, I don't know if you if you, I don't know if you saw this or not, but there was also could have been another potential piece of controversy if we would have lost that game. Galve caught the ball at the eight. They had us go from the eleven, so they screwed up the mark, the spot of the ball. And I realize it's only three yards, but it's easier to kind of think of it that way now that we've won the game. Now again, they tried to do everything that they should do, that the league has told them to do to the Lions. <laughs> To get mm-hmm. them to lose a game, right? You know, whether it's a process of the catch, hey, let's make up this new rule that you need to complete the process of the catch in order for it to, to count as a touchdown. Whatever it is, right? It's it's always always seems to go against the Lions, and it just everything they tried just it didn't work this time. Yeah, you no, know, because they either fought through it or they caught it. Like that twelve men on the field thing, that was mm-hmm. awesome. Yes, that whole ending awesome. of that game was ridiculous. Awesome. The other awesome thing was the girly touchdown. Why in the world are you not kneeling the ball? Like, why are you handing it off to anybody? (laughs) Yeah. There's no reason to run the ball on that play. You just kneel. You're at the five yard line. Like, kneel. It's a chip shot. You win the game. There's no time left. But they decided to run. Um, Yeah. It's just, it's between their onside kick against Dallas that they just watched and didn't go get um, to that. I mean, my goodness, uh, they're, they're doing their, their best lines impression. And what yeah. I think is a nice piece of irony, because I think I know how to use this word correctly after studying it for a while. I think the reason Gurley gets in the end zone because he didn't want to was because our tackle who was supposed to, our safety who was supposed to let him go, decided to wrestle him to the ground or try. I mean, Gurley would have won a fight, but by the time Gurley broke free, he rolled and he rolled into that spot. I think he was trying to stop. So that's yeah, that's how we lose games, but we won. It was beautiful. Yeah, and TJ really Hawkinson were... caught the ball. I still hate him, but he caught the ball. Yeah, well, he only made up for not going out of bounds. Because the reason we lost like 30 seconds was because on that same drive, he decided to stay in bounds. Yeah. As a choice. Yeah, so he also fine. Has you know, you're you're young in the league. You're going to make small mental mistakes, but then he came back. And, and you're and a bad really, player. You got a lot going against you. Mm-hmm. You're, you're that wide open in the end zone. As long as your name isn't DeAndre Swift, you, you need to be catching that ball. Yeah, true that. And he did. So we love him. Let's go. We're four and two if DeAndre Swift catches that ball. We're four yep. and two if we didn't let the Chicago score like 30 points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. With, with the juggernaut of Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, there five is and a, one. If we didn't blow the game against uh, the other team, but that's all right. Who's that? We're good. Uh, the other team that we were winning like by an insane amount and then gave it up. Packers, uh, right? Oh, what was it? no! I thought the yeah it was the Packers, and then we, we were up against by two scores against the Saints. Really? Yeah, no, I think the Saints won. I don't think we ever had a chance. I think it was the Packers won. Where I think we just kind of blew it. <laughs> But again, easy part of the schedule. Let's go. Hey, take what we can get. 
I love I, I just, it. My last Dang, comment Patricia's that game. Job, man. The graphic of TJ Hawkinson is not flattering when they try to make those flattering of everybody else. He still looks like a stooge. I like him. He's out there working hard, trying his darndest. All right, we're moving on from your nonsense. That's All right, not- number six. If you guys are looking at screens with our ESPN stuff on them, please look away because this is going to be a test question. Oh, man, I'm going to have to minimize all my pages. Give me a minute. (laughs) We know the epic amounts of research you do. All Mm -hmm. right. So we've talked about Russell Wilson, and I've probably beaten the drum the loudest, this concept of, like, he goes up and down, he goes up and down. Nobody's ever happy. He's on their team. Clearly, this is the exception. It's been a wonderful year for Russell Wilson. His worst game of the year, statistically, he put up 36.9 points. Yes. A quarter, true or false, if a quarterback was averaging 36.9 points a game, they would be quarterback 11 in the league. False. It's oddly specific, so I'll say true. Yeah, I didn't want to do one of those things where it was like it was actually 10th and I said 9th, but yes, it was 11th. So his worst game, if that was his average, he'd be the 11th ranked quarterback in the league. I, man, I wonder how many Super Bowls they would have if they actually let him throw the ball all those years. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you look back at his early games, he didn't play like he was now. I don't know what's going on with Russell Wilson, but he has a lot more sweat, like a, like a swagger this year. Of being the best, and he's acting like it. He, he's made a lot of mistakes previously. You can't just, you know, I don't, I don't know if he like worked like ten times harder this season or something. But he, he came into the season knowing he was great compared to other seasons. I feel like, you know what I mean? Am I wrong? Yeah. Because um, I think so even I when like the it. season was starting, he was like, "I'm the best QB in the league." Didn't he say that? Yep. Yeah. And now he's doing it all of a sudden. So I don't know if he's just worked. Super hard this season. They finally gave him some tools, or who knows? I think that's part of it. But to me, I think another big piece of that puzzle is DK Metcalf. I think that guy is uh, that guy's incredible. I think he could be uh, the new. I don't want to say somebody's going to be the new Calvin Johnson. That's not fair to anybody involved. But I think he's got a chance to be really, really special. Absolutely. All right, so seven-month-old daughter, I'm really going to embarrass you for when you are 16 years old and I'm going to play this at your birthday party. I think you might have pooped your pants and somebody needs to change you soon. Hmm. Did you see that DK Metcalf gif of him running down that guy after the interception? Buda Baker? I I texted Steve after I saw that. He may be my new favorite player. (laughs) The the speed and the hustle and, like – he saved. He literally saved seven points. Now, granted, they ended up losing in overtime, um, but they didn't score a touchdown. They're close enough for a field goal. They went for it on fourth down, and they didn't make it. So they didn't get any points off that because he hauled ass and hustled on that play to 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 make the tackle. I could not believe how fast he was going. It was nuts, and it's always crazy with people that run that fast because their gait is so long, it doesn't look like they're running that fast until you compare it to other people. Yeah. Like, he was taking, like, four-yard leaps. Yeah. So fast. It's like he was speed walking. Yeah. 
There you go. See, that might be another reason Russell Wilson gets the ball. You know what I'm telling you? If you give Matt Stafford an offensive line and four super speeders, that guy's going to win you at the Super Bowl, too. That pass to Gallaudet, that was an incredible pass. The, the way he had to throw that ball to get it there. He had a lot of passes like that, Stafford does. Yeah, that's and true. There's, there's a lot of talented QBs out there that just don't have the tools. Who knows? Maybe Sam Darnold will even be a genius out there on another team. No, no. <laughs> no I did have a cool question about DK Metcalf for you guys, your opinion. I had heard this on one of the podcasts. I was <laughs> your opinion. That play he made was fantastic, no doubt about it. On the flip side, he only got 2.7 points in that game, one catch, 22 yards. Do you think having to sprint full blast that 100 yards might have taken the rest, taken things out of him? No. 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 NFL players can do that a it, lot. It's And it's one or the other on that team. Like, I've got Lockett, right? And we're yep. going to get to <clears> – <throat> we're going to get to that later. Um, but – with as good as Wilson has been, he always seems to key in on one guy every game. It's different. It's a different guy every game, but it's, it was Lockett's turn, and Metcalf just got forgotten about. It's like he doesn't seem to spread it equally around every game. Sometimes That's you key good. on the guy that breaks the defense down, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I was saying, Metcalf at the beginning of the year, Jimmy Graham took advantage of Sorry, we both said something at the same time. You go ahead, Steve. I was just saying, um, he also had Patrick Peterson on him. So that's obviously a big ah, challenge. It is. No matter how good you are. Mm-hmm. Sorry, and then you were saying, Alex? And then I said, it just matters about the matchup. So it's like at the beginning of the year when Jimmy Grant uh, kicked the Lions at the defense. But, and uh, I don't think he's done anything like that since. Yeah. He, he beat all of our short corners and just took advantage of it. Seven. Um, I'm going to go back to something from our first podcast after the draft. All of Kelly's players should be back now. Now, going forward, rest of the year, Kelly versus the field. Who are you taking? The field. The field. Everything in this season has been backwards and I don't trust anything anymore. I don't care if people are coming back from injuries, they're gonna fail you utterly. That's my experience. So I hope it doesn't happen to Kelly, but And I don't know if Thomas is actually back yet. McCaffrey's That's not true. off IR yet. He's eligible, but they haven't taken him off and Thomas got re injured. So well, a lot of people are saying like he might not even be injured. It's just there's something going on in the back that they don't want to talk about. Because then that stuff happened on field, and then it's like, oh, he's hurt again. You know? Yeah. Who knows? I mean, knows I, think Kelly has, I think Kelly has a chance to make the playoffs. Um, there's a big glut in the middle there after the top four. So um, she's still within striking distance for sure, but it's she's got to get those guys back soon. Well, if they doesn't, if Matt is the beneficiary if it doesn't happen this week. Well, I think for me, I uh, I know you both took the field, but I'm taking Kelly when the team is fully healthy. So the thing that makes me happy is just I think Carly has won both their matchup this year. So it just seems like Kelly can't win the division at this point. So worst case scenario, he's at least got to play an extra matchup. So that gives one more team a chance to knock her out. So if I make it that far, you guys make it that far, we don't have to deal with her. Number eight. Alex, if you remember, you were, uh, for the first part of the year, you were really lambasting Matt for the decision to have Matt Rob Gronkowski on his team. Uh, really kind of no. taking some – maybe it was Lucas. I'm um, taking some mm-hmm. shots. 
personal character. He <clears throat> was someone else. Well, I think that part is less important to who was just, you know, being kind of over the top mean to poor Max. So yeah, it might be over the top. I don't know. It might be the second year in a war where they kept making fun of a tight end as one of the worst picks in the draft, and then it turned out it wasn't. <sighs> well, actually, last year I made fun of Jackson being the worst pick of the draft, and I, I might not have been right about that. Wasn't that wasn't last year TJ Hawkinson? You kept telling, saying TJ uh-huh. Hawkinson was terrible? TJ Hawkinson was terrible. He had a great first game, and then it was terrible after that. It was on IR after, like, week six. Because he jumped on his head. But he's terrible. So number eight, <laughs> Gronk, the first five games of the season, total 20 points. Last two games, 31. What the rest of the way, what do you think he's gonna be closer to? Those first five games or the last two? The first five games. Even when he plays, it doesn't really look like he's like anywhere near the speed that he used to be. I don't know why he was thrown to again, maybe just the defensive matchup worked up so they threw the tight end a lot, but I don't think he's gonna be doing this like every week. I'd say somewhere in between. Um, I, I don't think he's going to be as bad as he was. He he needed time to get going. Um, Brady needed time to settle in. There was no preseason, even though there's familiarity between the two. <laughs> it's a new system, right? So there, there's going to be some growing pains there. Um, whether he can keep up this level, eh, probably not. He'll probably come down a little bit, but not as far as he did at the beginning. I, I, yeah, I think where I'm struggling is, I agree with you, Alex, he's not maybe the athlete he was, but at least the last couple of weeks, the catches he has made in the end zone, they have been really, really nice. So his, he's kind of refined some of Actually, I don't know if he's refined it, but he's done really well with that part of the game. So, you know, 31 points in two games is averaging 15 and a half. So it's not, you know, six for 16, a touchdown gets you there. No, it's true, Noel. That's the math adds up. All right. Mm, mm. Lucas, I think that uh, I don't think anybody wants to play Carly right now, but you might have picked uh, the best time to do it. You were you have her this week, and she does not have her dynamic duo of Murray to Hopkins. Oh yes, no. There's a there's going to be some revenge had this week. Um, in thinking of my matchups and who I was going to pick, I was actually like, you know what, I I probably shouldn't pick myself this week, right? I'm, I'm going against Carly. And then I looked, and I'm like, oh, no Murray, no Hopkins. They're on bye weeks. And City is playing the Jets. Oh, what do you know? I have Mahomes, Edwards, Alaire, and the Kansas City defense. Um, yeah, I, I'm kind of liking my chances a lot more now. Yeah, unless it's some ridiculousness, like how the game script was against Denver, where they just kept scoring on special teams and defense. The, yeah, I was surprised. No snow this time, though. Good point. The line for the Jets Chiefs game is only twenty point five points. I would almost want to bet money and take the Chiefs. That feels like uh, not enough. I'm sorry. What is the line? Uh, Chiefs plus twenty and a half. Twenty and a half. <laughs> you don't see that in an NFL game. No, it's one of the largest margins ever. Yeah. Like I said, I, I'm feeling more comfortable. And honestly, I need it, right? Um, we're all two games behind her in the standings right now. Um, we need to start catching up now. Absolutely. All right, 10. We're going to go rapid. Oh, sorry, Alex. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. 
Alex, we can't hear you. I said don't get too excited about the uh, quarterback not being there because uh, you're all like, Bobby doesn't have his quarterback to Russell Wilson this week. You're going to do great. And then Ryan Tannehill dropped 60 points on me. And then Steve dropped 70 points on me with, like, Tom Brady. So, you know. <laughs> you know, she does have Carson Wentz. She, she's no, gonna, she she's, she's going to, like, pick up Danny Dimes off the, off the waivers and score 120. Uh, she's got Matt Ryan. <laughs> She'll play Matt Ryan. Oh, who's Matt mm-hmm. Ryan got? Does it Carolina matter? on Thursday. All right. Yep. Get ready for the 60-point game, Lucas, I'm telling you. That's what happens you to me every what? time. You know what? I, I that, There is truth in that. Um, I, I felt like that's happened to me more often than not this year, more often mm-hmm. than anybody else, where I scored the third most, most points, and I'm playing the person who's scoring the second most points. And if you look at it, yeah, I have the most points against scored against me so far through seven weeks in the league. So there's some truth to that. I do have to say that hurts because, like, at least this year when all my players die on the field and get pulled off, I get beat by 97 points. So even if they live, I'd still lose. Yep. And I'm like, okay, I don't feel as bad if I just lost by, like, two points. <coughs> right, Steve? Oh, Alex, I just uh, I, I just think one year you were going to have the greatest luck ever seen in the history of, like, the league to make up for 14 years of bad luck. <laughs> Like, like, I didn't think Kenyon Drake was going to get me 90 points on Monday, but I didn't think he would just hurt himself immediately and be out. <laughs> yeah. So, we'll work on that. Whatever. I'll get, like, my fourth running back on my list. Miles Gaskin, here we go. I've resorted to hey, the Dolphins, the Dolphins look, running back. Saquon. He's not Saquon, but I think uh, credit to you, Miles Gaskin. You have been filling the voids where you can. Uh, I mean, as best as I can. I'm basically playing the game. Who can I, who can I think for sure get me 10 points because no one's ever going to give me more than 10 points. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, All right, 10. We're going to go yeah, rapid 10. fire here. So just one or two word answers for each of these questions. There's going to be five of them. So kind of talking about the leagues and our records for the rest of the year. One, right now in the AFC, or excuse me, the NFC, there's a three-way tie. Bob, Cam, Bobby, Cam, and Steve, all five and two. Who wins the division? Bob. Bobby. Cam. The four through eight seeds are all tied at three and four right now. That is Derek, Jason, Kelly, and you, Lucas. So in theory, two would make it, two wouldn't. Who are the two that would be in? Who are the two that will be out? Uh, Historically, um, that's against me. But I, I will say myself and Kelly. You make it. Yes. All right. Now, just to check in, wasn't your bold prediction she misses the playoffs because you knocked her out in week 13? Yep. All right. So you are, you've officially hedged your bets one way or the other. You got it. Sure. <laughs> it's a win win. All right. What you got, Alex? Oh, I was just waving. Yeah, I know. Now it's your turn. Oh, yeah. I was, gonna, I was actually going to say um, Kelly and Lucas. That was my same exact thing. Kelly's team has a comeback, and hopefully, maybe, but I, you know, maybe. And then Lucas, I think, has a good team. So, so I, I know that you're just making a cameo appearance, White, but we, the league has a question for you. Who is the most handsome member of the league? I mean, my immediate answer would be you, but hold on, let me think it through. Harsh. 
Um, Be careful, Carlene. This is not a trick question. There is a correct answer. Um, well, Carly's got a really good name. It's missing a letter, but. Um, taken, taken in Alex's beard right now. Uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm going with Steve. Hot. Uh, incorrect. The correct answer was Derek. <laughs> I actually consider Derek. Yeah. But, you know, I know, right I know his wife. That that felt disrespectful. That's the so. deterrence. That's okay. That's okay. I understand. But no, Der Derek is the clear winner here. Derek. Thank you for playing. Very wonderful guy. Steve is a strong third, though. <laughs> Who was second? <laughs> Who was second? I have no idea. I was just making a joke. Okay. All right. Anyway. Well, thanks for um, thanks for letting me pop in. Yeah, yeah, no problem. All right. Percentage chance Carly does not win the division. Oh, how many weeks do we have left? Seven down, Five. six to go. Oh, six. Eight percent. Oh, man. All right. 11 out of 12. You can't cry. No, that's not allowed. Yeah, I'm in a group chat. You can. Oh, I'm not muted. Alex, are you with us? Yes. Yeah, yep. <coughs> I'm here. Thanks. All right. Percentage chance Carly does not win the division. She's leading the way at five and two with a uh, group of teams at three and four behind her. That's so, 20, right? Yeah. Yeah. You said 20 percent. Oh, I'm sorry if I missed it. All oh, right. Maybe I, mute, I was muted when I said that. And then I hit the mute button when I was talking to Megan. So then I unmuted when she asked me a question about work. So I'm not on it right now. My bad. I'm also Last eating a taco. <laughs> I'm just a mess. I think we've got enough of a peek behind the curtain. So last question then. The two teams we haven't talked about, two and five, Alex, one and six, Matt, more likely to make the Cinderella run into the playoffs. <laughs> Matt. <laughs> Let's just be honest. He doesn't even need that win. That's just a handicap for him compared to me. I think he could do it. Although I did offer him a tray last week and he turned it down. So thought it would help him out, but looks like we're stuck. <clears throat> I try to make a trade for Dalvin Cook. Ooh. I know. For whom? Um, I was going to offer him Deshaun Watson and uh, Miles Gaskin. Oh, wow. And he turned that down. Yeah, That's he did. That's interesting. Okay. Mm -hmm. So does that seem like an okay trade, though? Seems like it was a solid, you know, no. I forgot to try. No. No. At, no, at first, running backs, yes, running backs win the yeah. league. Yeah, but he needs a quarterback, and Miles Gaskin's been doing pretty solid. The only reason he's ranked like 20 is because the guy with four starting play. caliber running backs. What? Why don't you make an offer to the guy with four starting running starting caliber running backs? There we go. Words are hard. You, need Deshaun, you don't need Deshaun Watson, though, do you? Oh, I would want Deshaun Watson. I've offered him trades for you twice for him. Yeah, I haven't seen him. I, we talk about it on the podcast. Uh oh. 
I, I, I can't consider them until the ink is on the paper, Steve. You can't, you can't be talking. You have to be, you have to be showing me the possibilities and letting me contemplate. Luke is more likely team to make the Cinderella run. Neither. Oh, thanks, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> better than picking Matt. It makes me feel better. At least we're tied. It, it gives you kind of a chance in, in some, <laughs> yep. some way. Yeah. Well, the power Jenkins last week had Matt at seven, so I think that they have to lead the way there. All right. And, you know, one of the reasons I would maybe be okay last week's episode never sees the light of day is we may have had the worst 10 for 10 in the, I'm sorry, the worst of 10 for 10 was actually pretty good last week. The worst one for one in the history of one for one, especially after such an epic, epic <laughs> one for one two weeks ago. After so, such a story. Should we just skip over history. you and just assume we got nothing for the table tonight? I don't have much. No, I didn't know we were podcasting until five, five minutes ago. <laughs> Why would but. we not podcast? But I don't know. But you texted me at eight thirty-two, and we were like, "Hey, are you coming over?" And I was like, "No, I'm sick." And you're like, "Okay, I'm gonna log on in two minutes." And I was like, "Oh, <coughs> I, I'm sorry." Let's let's just kind of review facts here for just one moment. I'm gonna just check in on that nonsense. But anyway, here's Alex's one for one. Hey, everybody. Okay. It's the end of October. You know what that means. It's spooky start. season. It's the spookiest season of all, right, Steve? You guys, Lucas, did you know Halloween is Steve's favorite holiday? Oh, I could see that. Very much so. He doesn't Does say he go it. Does as a ghost? Yeah. No, he doesn't say it, but every year he goes to Spirit Halloween buys a bunch of costumes. It's pretty great. Anyway. Okay. Hey, I was thinking about it. Huh. What? No, no, go ahead. Oh, no, okay. no, I'm just waiting. I'm at the edge. I'm literally on the edge of my seat waiting to see where this takes us. Oh, we're going to see where it takes us. I was, I was thinking about Halloween previously, and I was thinking about just costumes I've worn in the past. <clears throat> yep. For the love of God, that is not one for one. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I went trick-or-treating with my friend this one time. And I wore a mask, and it was one of those masks that hides your faces, you know? So you can't really see out of it. People can't see your face because you're like a spooky ghosty. So anyway, I went trick-or-treating. That is just a fun story. <laughs> I went trick-or-treating one time, and there was this girl from my school that she showed up, and she was like, hey, we're going to have trick-or-treating for you. And I was like, okay. And we ran to the next house, and she tripped and fell in a crick. <laughs> she started crying, and I was like, no, nah, she's okay. Anyway, she broke her leg. And that was the end of that Halloween. But also, I couldn't see that her leg was broken because I had a mask on. That was the worst Halloween I ever had. So anyway, that gets to my point. Steven, did you have a favorite Halloween costume that you've ever had growing up? Steve, you're still with us. Nope. No, he's gone. Did you have a favorite Halloween costume growing up, Lucas? Um, so, yes, sure. I, the first one that comes to mind, do you ever remember Transformers? Of course you remember Transformers, right? Absolutely, Everybody loved yeah. Transformers. 
Do you remember the Kmart knockoff of the Transformers? No. Transmorphers? No, no, Steve's got it. Say it again. The GoBots? The GoBots. Do you remember the GoBots, Alex? No. What's a GoBot? A GoBot is the Kmart version of a Transformer. They were Transformers, but they were like cheap Transformers, right? So... (laughs) The leader, instead of Optimus Prime, it was Leader One. He was a fighter jet. <laughs> there was Scooter, who was a scooter. And there was Turbo, who was like this really cool, rad sports car, right? So my costume was Leader One, and I was I was a GoBot, and I was a a fighter jet GoBot or whatever, right? My One of my favorite characters. I didn't come to find out that GoBots were considered like not even second class, but like third class citizens to Transformers, like 10 years later, because, you know, they were cool and I liked them and I didn't really know about Transformers and and things like that. Anyway, that was probably my favorite costume. But your story reminded me of another story with a mask and that one year going trick-or-treating, I forget what the costume was, but my sister, Cam's wife, Mm -hmm. uh, had one of those costumes, right? Those cheap plastic front costumes with the plastic mask that you put on right that it all came pre-packaged and you could and it was all cheap plastic and about the second house we went to not falling into a crick but she tripped walking up the step to the door Mm -hmm. fell on the step split her lip open had to get stitches right so now my dad's like carrying her back to the house the whole time she's just bawling and crying and I couldn't stop laughing because her mask was like, I don't know, a really happy pony or something like that, oh. right? So she's like <laughs> in pain, bawling, crying, but she's smiling and happy because she's still got the mask on. And I don't know why, but I thought of that when you were telling your story. So Cam, did you know about that? You should ask Casey about that. I, was, I, was I still small... feel bad for laughing, but... <laughs> I thought you were like talking like she split her lip and then put the pony mask back on and was like covered in blood and she was just crying, like going to houses, like trigger a tree. That'd be terrifying. Uh, uh, uh. Halloween is dangerous. That's right. It's a spooky time of year. (laughs) Spooky time. It's not spooky if you're not wearing a mask in a completely dark area with a lack of visibility, running in the middle of the road with cars. Steven, you have a favorite Halloween costume? Um. I'm going to do a couple of things here. I'm actually going to do three things. One, I'm going to pretend this last three minutes never happened. The lupus okay. was a great story. Thank you for you. Um, two, we uh, we're going to do our uh, we're going to do one of our recommendations just a little bit early this week and have uh, one person go for their predictions. Though I do oh, have a bonus recommendation before Jackson goes. A bonus recommendation for the week. I, I'm pretty excited about this one. I think I'm gonna knock. I think a few people are gonna be surprised by this recommendation. There was a cartoon version of the Mighty Ducks. Now, what was never brought up to me when I was told about this is a recommendation of the week? Detective Sipowitz from NYPD Blue is one of the characters. So go check it out. It's got to be awesome, Captain Clayhorn. Okay, so, I recommended the cartoon. <laughs> did you tell me that? Dennis Franz, a.k.a. Detective Sipowitz, was in the show. No, Derek Franz was not the main reason for me recommending the Mighty Dust cartoon. It was the camaraderie among the players and the friendships that they made along the way. 
I, I, I have never seen Alex's eyes get so big in my entire <laughs> life when you said you're recommending the Mighty Ducks cartoon. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, Alex, why didn't you tell me about the cartoon? I was like, Steven, you listen here, bud. I, I want to recommend that three times. <coughs> All right. Jackson, Jack, what is your recommendation for the week? Well, hello, everyone. Hello, Jack. So some of you may remember my recommendation from two weeks ago, Project 1065, right? Yes. Or does nobody remember it? No, I remember it. That was a great recommendation. Yeah. All right. So anyway, there is this other book, and I think it's really good called Prisoner 3087. It shows the point of view, and it's also in World War II, of the people in the Nazi prisons. And it gives you a little bit of a taste of what it was like in there. And yes, I do think it was a really good book. That's fantastic, Jackson. Read it in less than a week. Wow. Whoa. Yeah, good for you. Reading on stuff, uh, it's, just, it's a good topic to read about and to be doing that. Good on you. So what, what's the name of the book? One more time. Prisoner B307. Sorry, dang it. There's I think a lot of pressure on me. I'm sorry. B307, uh -huh. I think. Yeah. Okay. You got it right. Uh -huh. Okay, we'll take a look at that. So, Jackson, I want to, real quick, I'm going to have you make your predictions for the week. All right. I'm going to let you know that for the year, you are fourth out of six. You are exactly, no, you have a winning record. You've won 51.4% of your games. Yeah. All right. So, Matt versus Kelly. Matt. Jason versus Alex. Obviously, Uncle Alex. Well, Alex. Love the background, by the way. Thanks, man. Hey, do you know what that guy's name is? Big Chungus. Boom. See? He knew. <laughs> Carly versus Lucas. And that's Lucas. Hello, Lucas. I'm voting Lucas, since it'll be awkward if I don't. <laughs> I like <laughs> it. All right. Cam versus Derek. This is a tough one. Cam. All right. And lastly... Your dad versus Bobby. Uh, I mean, you forced me to change the wall's diaper, but I do want Christmas presents, so dad. All right, my boy. All right, give me a hug. All right, thanks for hanging out with us for a few minutes, Jack. You're welcome. All right, guys, so we are going to roll into our 10 for 10. Oh, so and then Again? hopefully, yeah. yeah, let's do it. Hopefully right, one for one will be better next week. I'm sorry, Steve. I've been sleeping. I'll get I'll get it down. Sorry, folks. I like Luke's story though. Where did he go? What? You disappeared altogether. Everybody's everybody's aware of this this sort of phenomenon when you're have a a background on a Zoom call, and you lean back and you just totally disappear from the frame and you're just gone. That's oh, what Alex goodness. decided okay. to do. All right, so just a reminder, uh, what we had last week, one, Carly, two, Bobby, three, Cam, Lucas, you were four, I was five, Jason, six, Matt, seven, Kelly was eight, Alex was nine, and Derek was ten. All right, who do you guys think is number ten this week? Alex. Alex. <laughs> See, 
I'm wrong, right? The baby agrees. You're both we, wrong. We, we're both wrong? We both... What? Is yeah. it Matt? Alex, you're going Matt, Lucas? Oh, so I'm sorry. Alex was wrong. Yep. Um, I, I'll go Derek then. Lucas has got it. Derek is, uh, was 10, stays at 10. Derek, we cannot figure out the Jenkins. I thought I had it in week one or week two or whenever it was that I was 9 of 10. You won this week. You beat a previously one-loss team, Bobby, who many picked to be in the championship game, and yet Steve keeps you at 10. I, I think that's very unfair, my friend. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get the rankings, but that's okay. We're here to talk about Derek's team, aren't we? We, we kind of are. Yeah, oh, God. That's okay. <laughs> not right. Sorry. Alex is 10. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. All right. So you're welcome, Derek. We talked him into it. Um, that makes a lot more sense that Steve just got this wrong. Uh, yeah, so let's talk yeah. about Alex's team. Oh, man. You know, they used to that to make me feel like I wasn't the worst team in the league for five minutes. And then you were like, just kidding. No, I really, I'm sorry. That wasn't, that was a shtick. I just screwed up. Whoa. All right. Talk about your team, Alex. Um, everyone's hurt again. <sighs> Jay Dally Allen is going a little bit downhill. I can't get a trade to go. My assistant's coaches all left me. <laughs> Everyone's demanding trades. Morale is low. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not going well. Uh, but yeah, Kenyon Drake got hurt too. Um, Jared Allen is like the only one on my team scoring points. Mike Evans. They have another wide receiver now in Tampa Bay to contend with if Antonio Brown plays. Um, I'm basically relying on the Dolphins offense and Jared Allen. And that's my season right now. And so like if you went to the beginning, if you if you like rewound and you like you met young starry eyed Alex before he got sick back in July, and you were like, Alex, you're gonna have to trust the Dolphins offense and Jared Allen to win you fantasy football games. I'd be like, Wow, I'm gonna have zero wins. Fool, you have two, and you're probably gonna only have two. We'll make the comeback, though. Right, we, we'll, we'll make the comeback. So anyway, you got anything to say about my team, Lucas? Steve left. Yeah, I know. He was just so disappointed in his, his rankings. He decided to go into a corner for a while. So, yeah. um, no. Uh, I mean, Allen's still doing decent, though, isn't he? I mean, uh, what, you got 33 points last week. That's not horrible. No, he's doing decent, but like that's all I have to rely on. Is probably the yeah. issue. Everyone's yeah, getting hurt or just not playing at all. Right. Um, I mean, you said it with Evans, right? Um, yeah. He's a really great receiver, but it seems like Brady's keyed in on Godwin. And I have no idea what to expect with Antonio Brown, but mm -hmm. I feel for you because Le'Veon Bell is all of a sudden a running back <laughs> for the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. And could be taking carries away from my guy too. So, um, yeah, that's that's just really unfortunate. How did, how did uh, former Lion Travis Fulgham do for you last week? 
You did okay. You got to be like nine point something points, but they threw at him a lot. So okay. a lot of balls came to him. So he, they showed a lot of promise. So hopefully that ended up being a good pickup. That's what stinks. There was yeah. a lot of the players that I pick up that I'm like, maybe or start to turn into the players that I have to rely on, which yeah. isn't always the best. Well, so. the other possible bright spot you got going for you is uh, AJ Green seems to be coming back. He's had two uh, two good weeks in a row there. Yep. Well, I you know the two weeks I didn't play him. Only two weeks I didn't play him are the two weeks he's done okay. So, you know, big thing though, Tyler Boyd had a good game though, not for once. Yes. Yes. Yep. That's very. I nice. wasn't playing him when he had good games. Then I started playing him. Started not doing well. He finally did well on a week I played him. So. Nice. Very yeah. Good. You know. That's how it goes. And I'm going to see if we can add Steve back to the call. Uh, can you add him to the call? I'm afraid if I mess with someone, I'll stop it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're the best. Uh, football. Football's pretty fun, guys. <laughs> a lot of it's on the front page of my text. A lot, a lot of fun out there. You know, we catching footballs, we're getting touchdowns, we're getting field goals. So, so for those of us who uh, could not listen to the podcast last week, could you share your one for one from last week? Oh yeah. Um, basically, I talked about how you shouldn't forget about the little things. And I gave a couple examples about how you miss the little things and then things go wrong. And then I was like, and uh, other little things, like not having a kicker for five weeks. And Steve was like, what? And I was like, my adopted team didn't have a kicker. <laughs> five weeks. And you didn't know for five weeks. And I didn't know for five weeks because I wasn't paying attention. And that I was like, perfect. and that's one for one. <laughs> hey, guys. Sorry about hey. that. You don't have to apologize. We had really deep conversations. I said football a lot and went, psh, psh, psh. it's good content. Oh. And then we Perfect. finished your rankings for you in the correct order. And then we talked about last week's one for one, which was technically better than this week's probably, even though it wasn't very good. Uh, okay. <clears throat> right. So uh, short version, thoughts on your team, Alex. I'm sure you, you got into it, but just kind of to get me up to speed very quickly. Oh, um, how much did you hear? Nothing. Oh, um, okay. Let me start back at the beginning. Um, all my assistant coaches quit. Um, my players are fighting with each other. There's a lot of infighting right now. Uh, trades are being demanded. Um, one of my wide receivers punched somebody at practice, so he got suspended. Um, and my family life is just falling apart. So, uh, morale is low is what I said. Um, <laughs> Kenyon Drake got hurt. Uh, Tampa Bay picked up Antonio Brown, so Mike Evans might even get less action than he already is, even though he deserves more. Uh, it's just it's looking bad, but I'm trying to make some moves and see what I can do. It's been a tough season for you with injuries. I think the Saquon thing is just a killer. I just nice job, truly. Miles Gax again. I think it was a good pickup. I gave you grief for it, but to pick up two quarterbacks and J. Allen and Deshaun Watson, you haven't found a trade partner, but you, those were both good picks. You, you deserve a better fate than you've gotten, but unfortunately, uh... oh, and Fulgham, I'm sorry, I wanted to add, I, I don't know if you guys watched that Thursday game. He just looks for real. I don't, the stat line wasn't awesome, but they were going to him. I think he had 10 targets. 
Yeah, so, it was, we, were, we were actually talking about that. We were gone. That's exactly what I said. I was like, he got targeted a lot, so it's looking promising. So, did we'll we see. draft him this year and cut him, or was it last year? He was last year. Last year. Last year. Yeah. How? So, oh, okay. It's okay. They do that a lot, you know. But then that's also another thing too. Is like some players like getting cut. That's the other thing too. Is like a player will get cut. They'll go to another team that'll be awesome, and then the other teams like fans are like, "Huh, oh, idiot." Sometimes when you get cut for a team, you get that reality check, and you work probably like three times harder. Maybe that happened with Fulgrim. Also, he doesn't have to compete with much in Philadelphia. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I think that, that kind of happens with Ebron, you know, when he left us and then he went to what? Indiana. And then he was like, I think he even came out and he was like, that was a reality check. And then he started performing like crazy. And then he was the worst again. So, we'll see what happens. You know, that's a fair, I can appreciate where you're coming from there. Maybe kind of that was a reality check. Um, I do have to say, though, just watching the kid play, man, he passes one of the eyeball test. He just looks like he looks smooth when he runs. He looks like he just kind of built like a good wide receiver. I, I, I just don't know how he wasn't worth keeping around a second year. But anyway, all right, number nine. Let's see if we can get this right. Uh, I'll go Kelly. Well, we did get, we all got the first one right. Yeah. Yeah, you're both one for one. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to say Matt. You are both one for two. Oh, so Derek? Yeah, I'll go with Derek then. Yep, you're both right. Derek, too. Guys, I just we, we joke about, or we talked briefly about Derek's bad luck with the teams. I'm going to actually just go over his team with you. Not the whole thing, but just very quickly. First round, Chris Godwin has missed four out of seven games. Joe Mixon has been hurt. Miles Sanders missed as many games as he has played. DK Metcalf has been wonderful, his fifth-round pick. Odell Beckham tore his ACL. Raheem Moster has missed more than he's played. Carson Wentz, better now, but was playing like such crap, he had to be cut. His best pick outside of DK Metcalf in the fourth round was the brilliant call to get Joe Burrow in round 15. I mean, I don't... Alex, this... You've never even had a team this bad with injuries. Mm, no, last year was really bad. All right. <laughs> I'm not going to research it, but if you want to bring it to the table truly next week, let me know. But my word, everybody, yeah. five of his first six picks have missed more games than they played this year. It's rough. That is rough. Sometimes you just – that's the thing is like fantasy football. is like no matter how much work you actually spend, how much you know. Uh, there's still going to be like issues where like your team will just get hurt and you lose it stinks you can do all the planning that you want but sometimes it just it just doesn't work out for you yeah but yeah, you're right you're, Steve you, you you're yeah sometimes it doesn't work out but to this level um I I don't know if we've ever seen it to this level honestly <laughs> um or at least in recent memory that I can think of so um yeah, just just horrible luck. You know, we've been talking the first few weeks about Matt having bad luck, having a great team, just having a bad matchup and not getting the wins. And um, it's yeah, it's it's not looking good for Derek. I think that I don't think he's going to have a great year this year. I'm a little. That last injury, the, the running back's injuries just feel like a lot to overcome, and I've been a big champion for him. But I think that we do know that he will be a good contribution to the league. I think he's shown that he knows what he's doing. So 
Glad to have him aboard. Hopefully next year treats him a little better. Eight. Eight. Matt. Kelly. All right. Uh, Kelly is right. So, Lucas, you got that one. So are you both two for three right now? No. No, I'm one for three. Oh, you didn't get Derek at nine? No. Okay, I said so no. Lucas, okay, so Lucas two for three, Matt, or uh, Alex one for three. All right, your missus, she lost her second, she's lost both uh, sister bowl games, right? Uh, yes, she has. Um, oh, no, wasn't that the first time they played each other? No, because you're no. sending me pictures from the first time they played each other. That's right. It's just been, yeah, it, it's been like two times in the past three weeks then. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, when your defense is your second highest scoring player of the week, now, granted they had 18 points, so that's that's good. But, um, no, it's it, it's just been piecemeal, and she's been doing her best uh, to plug in the right players week after week. But, to lose the number one receiver and number one running back preseason and have them for a total of like two out of the what 14 weeks, if you put them together so far, I mean, it's yeah. Um, it's really kind of hard to, to get back from that. Now, granted um, it'll be interesting to see what bell does with the chiefs. Right. Um, he, he, I, I don't know how often he's going to get used, but that could be a, a nice, little diamond in there for her. Um, but, uh, yeah, she really, she needs McCaffrey back for sure. Um, Thomas, if he can get back to his, his normal level of play would be good too. But, um, yeah, time's running out. What a lottery ticket that would be if Clyde Edwards, Alaire went down and bell steps into the chief system as the primary back. I hate you for even saying that out loud. Sorry, sorry, mate. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, I think Derek's luck has been worse, but Kelly's given a run for her money with the injuries she talked about. But uh, I get what you're saying with time running out, but right now, even with everything going wrong, she's like the seventh seed. So it's not like she's got up. She's not like she's uh, far down. She picks up a couple of wins. I think she's going to be okay. Yes. Um, th that does help. And you mentioned it earlier with the glut in the middle of all of us being what, three and four now or something. Yeah. Um, and that the five seed and the six seed are both with three and four records. Right. So, um, no, that, that certainly helps. I mean, <laughs> what could I say? Time's running out on her at three and four, but I'm also sitting there at three and four and I feel better. I, I don't know. <laughs> Alex, right. any thoughts? I, I just think it's I I think she has a lot of potential and that's the thing is like I I never really like to just like say that they're gonna do well based off potential at this point in the season because like I don't know how they're gonna do again like more like the two big players she's waiting on haven't really been playing so it's hard to see what's gonna happen or if they're gonna see any action but if they do it can be awesome so I think she has you know at least she has hope I guess which is very nice. That is good for. I will say the um, not counting last year where Kelly was basically wired to wire as the number one team minus the little dip when she lost Mahomes for three games. The team that's the best team in the, our league at the halfway point of the year is rarely the team standing at the end. There just typically tends to be 
uh, regression to the norm or somebody kind of steps up. But uh, so my point is, that, yeah, I think we are. It's going to be fun to see where this uh, takes us. You know, unless we're planer, but I'm already done with that for the year. So I feel better about that. All right. Seven. I mean, this one has to be Matt, right? <laughs> I'll go Matt, too. Alex, two for four. Lucas, three for four. Matt was seven, stays seven. Good, good job, off. Matt. I got to say, Matt, you got to be doing something right if you have one win and you're still number seven on the power, Jenkins. So take that as a win. I believe in you. Same. And last week was tough because he he had his he lost his Minnesota combo of Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I didn't cut off. I couldn't tell if I was cutting you off there. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're absolutely fine. And no, I, I mean they were on bye week, so it was kind of that's kind of a hard one because that's most of his points. But he has he has a good team. He should have more wins than he does. He keeps getting screwed. I mean, he lost to me, and that's not fair. I'm gonna admit it. <laughs> Well, a few a few minutes ago, Lucas, you said Kelly, the clock is running out. I think uh, I'm looking at scoreboard for week eight. It's Matt versus Kelly. Matt loses; he's one and seven. Is the nail officially in the coffin at one and seven if he loses? Uh yes, I would think so. Um, <laughs> if not, that would be probably one of the most historical epic turnarounds. Um, but just being at one and seven. I mean, power Jenkins don't matter for playoffs. Sorry, Steve, but it's it's a record <laughs> with ESPN. So, GoBots. Yes. <laughs> so Alex just put up a GoBots background now. That's that's awesome. See, it's mm-hmm. Turbo, it's Leader One, and it's Scooter. Apparently, it's there's Scooter uh, murmurs that they're making a GoBots movie. So uh, they Stop. don't need to do that. Um, <laughs> Are you kidding? Scooter Hasbro like, made the Battleship movie, and that was terrible. Maybe they can do this too. <laughs> and that'll be terrible too. <laughs> yeah. oh, Scooter was like the Jar Jar Banks of that group I'm, before there was a Jar Jar Banks. Um, is Scooter the, the one on the right? Yes. This one? No. Okay, yeah. No. Scooter's the other guy, the, the shorter one. Yeah, yep. All right. One on the left is Turbo. So, um, anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, football. Uh, um, if, the, if Matt's not yeah. dead, in the, Matt's dead in the water if he doesn't win this week. He, he is because you, you don't. You have to catch one, two, three, three other teams, right? Like, so you can maybe catch one or two of them if they start losing, but you need somebody else to come down as well, and you can't you can't lose from here on out. Um, yeah, I mean, this is this has got to be a must-win week. I agree with you, and I also think that. Even if he loses it to Kelly at one and seven, if I have a week where I'm playing Matt, I don't feel like I normally would feel playing a one and seventeen. Right. Um, I, he he could definitely play the role of spoiler the rest of this season. Um, it, it's it's not a well, I mean, it's a one and seven team, but it's it's not a true one and seven team, right? Like, I mean, again, I look at that roster. Almost reminds me of of mine a little bit last year, right? It was it just looked really good on paper, and the matchups just didn't fall your way. I'm not sure this trade would go through, but if Matt got to one and seven or one and eight, and he is just dead in the water, trading Dalvin Cook for Saquon Barkley and maybe something else. Oh, to me, I mean. 
He could try, absolutely. Because then he'll still have a keeper for next year. I was thinking about offering Saquon Barkley in the trade too, so we'd both have a keeper. But because yeah, he can't keep Dalvin, yeah, I don't think yeah. it could be straight up. I think you'd have to throw an active piece in there. I mean, it was going to be Deshaun Watson. Okay, Lucas, if you were speaking for the league, Deshaun Watson and Saquon Barkley for Dalvin Cook. <laughs> oh, the only reason I'm not just saying no right from the get-go is because there's no chance of Saquon coming back. You're basically trading for for next year and, and, and on dead meat. So... um is Saquon on IR the little bit that puts Deshaun Watson over to to make it more fair with Dalvin Cook? Possibly. <laughs> it's really weird to say Deshaun Watson and Saquon Barkley for Dalvin Cook, but um, yeah, no, it that could go. All right, that's all I need. So you at least you're not you're not at least not an automatic veto if you saw that, Lucas. No, I would certainly have to think about it and look it over. But like I said, the fact that there's no chance of Saquon coming back, there's a chance that Saquon could come back like week fourteen or fifteen, like it wasn't true IR for the whole season. Then absolutely not. Oh yeah. Um, but the fact that he's not coming back this year makes it intriguing. Mm-hmm. Here's a question, uh, Kamish, I had logistic one I had thought about. Um, I, I don't think Saquon qualifies, but in this scenario, let's say Saquon would have torn his ACL in game two of this year. But it's Alex's first year with them. Could he keep him this year, next year, and the year after? If the, I, the red shirt year was the first year versus the second? Ooh. No. No. You can only redshirt your franchise player. You can only redshirt your player if he was your franchise pick. Alex drafted Saquon with the third pick. Ouch. Okay. Gotcha. So the only, it, it only applies to the player that you franchise this year. So, for example, Devontae Adams for me. If Adams went down in week one or week two and never came back, I could then use my franchise tag on him again next year if I wanted to for that third year. Okay. And just to verify, you can't do it two years in a row. Like if the guy tore his ACL the first game, both two years in a row, you can't go again? Uh, I don't think we officially landed on an answer for that. I, I wouldn't see why not. Okay. Honestly. Um, but that would be that would just be horrible luck. Yeah, I don't think it would be applicable. I'm just as you said it, I was realizing I don't know if we ever landed on something with that. Well, we can talk right. about it if somebody ever uh, invokes the first red shirt. Alex, I'm curious. Is this a deal you're really interested in? Yeah, well, I mean, I already tried, so it was. Yes. That trade we just talked about, Saquon and. Well, originally it was Miles Gaskin and Deshaun Watson, which was. Make the trade off right in the air. Let's see what happens. All right. We'll see. You know what? I'm I'm logging in right now. All right. And Six. Sam, it does not involve Steve, so it's not an instant veto. <laughs> yep. That is, that is true. Um six, I will I will say myself. 
Ooh. Yeah, I'm going to say Lucas, too. I think that's a good one. It was the closest margin in all of them, of all the spots, but no. I was six. I stayed at six. I'm sorry. I, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, crap. Sorry. We're all off the board. Um, no, Lucas, you are not six, and we'll stop there. Okay, then I'll go Jason. <laughs> yeah. Yep, Alex. I butchered that one. Yes, Jason was six, stayed six. Sorry about that. Oh, so does Jason. It is Jason. Okay. So kudos to Jason. He won with a, and did not have to put up the highest score in the league for the first time this season. So good on him. Mm-hmm. One through ten. Uh, where are you guys concerned about your Amari? If you had Amari Cooper on your roster, where how concerned are you with the quarterback debacle that is now the Cowboys? No, uh, was very about a ten. Yes. Uh, very concerned uh, because their quarterback is now a person I have never heard of in my entire life. And he's named after a purse, right? It's like Gucci or something. <laughs> um, no, I, I mean, look, they've got to throw to somebody. There's going to be a quarterback that plays and somebody needs to catch the ball. Um, but I just don't see, unless they, they grab some sort of free agent out there that doesn't have a team that I'm unaware of. That's actually a, a veteran, but um, it, no, I'd be very concerned. So another issue is that whenever a team tries to steal a quarterback off the practice squad of the Detroit lions, you know, you're in trouble, even if it is Mr. Blau. So that happened too. So yeah, it's, it's incredibly worrisome. You know Blau is not the quarterback we're talking about, right? What do you mean? Blau is not going to be the Cowboys starting quarterback Sunday. Yeah, they couldn't get him. Lions oh, okay. had, yeah, the Lions were like, no, we want to keep Blau, so they signed him to their active roster. Gotcha. I thought you were okay. You were on yeah. board. I didn't give you enough credit. Okay. I was I was given I was given solid football intellect st- stuff. <sighs> Yeah, Alex, you played Jason this week. I think it's a it's a good week to be playing him. Um, I think Aaron Jones will be back, so that will be hard for you. And Aaron Rodgers is back, and they're playing a crap Vikings defense. So those are not the great things. But he's got Cooper. Um, I think Juju is continuing to be hit and miss, but they're playing Baltimore, who's the best, one of the best defenses in the league. He's having to play Cole Beasley due to bye week issues because he doesn't have McCorn or David Johnson. And then Mark Andrews is also a wild card. Um, If you look at his bottom line stat, he's uh, tight end four. I don't know where that equates to the wide receiver tight end position overall, but he's very touchdown dependent. If you just his stat line, if you don't look at touchdowns, is three catches, 43 yards, and he gets touchdowns in half the games he plays. So 50-50, if he does, he'll be fine. But if not, that's six and a half points out of uh, a starting position. That is not a great place to be. All right, well, I need the win. Here's hoping. <clears throat> Lucas, three and four, Jay versus two and five, Alex. Uh, loser on life support, but not quite dead in the water. Alex is in the division with the three, five, and two teams, correct? Correct. No. No, oh, he's yeah. Not yeah I... Okay. No, yes, yeah. you are, Alex. Yes, you are. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. I thought I thought you said I was I was like tied with the three and five teams. No. I oh, no, no. Not no. one of the four three and five teams. 
I, I'm below I would that. say, yeah, I would say if Alex loses, uh, he is not out of it, but he could be in trouble just because he's got to play all those guys two times. That that's six games against teams that are five and two right now. That granted, some of them have been played already, but um, those are some teams that are winning and will be yeah. tough to beat. So yeah, mm-hmm. be an uphill battle. What about that? Yeah, I know you've had one of your games against me and one of them against uh, Cam. How, do you remember if you have you had two against Cam and or any of your Bobby games? Uh, I think I had Bobby twice because I'm pretty sure J. Island kept because he has Stefan Diggs, right? Yep. Every time I played him, J. Island would go off because he would throw to Stefan Diggs like crazy, and it was the worst. <laughs> so yeah, I think I've gone against Bobby twice, and then not you or Cam. I went with you and Cam once. Only me and Cam is- once. Yeah. Alex has played Bobby twice. Alex has played Steve once, and Alex has played Cam once. So he's so got that's a reason. Some... That's just four losses right there. You're talking about like three super teams. Yeah. Wait, like, you're, talking you... two, you're talking about two super teams and Steve. So yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Two super steens and a and a, and a guy that knows a lot. <laughs> I'll take that. All right. There you go. Um, but uh, sorry to get it back to Jason. So. Um, sounds like Lucas obviously going to three and five is not ideal, but you're not as panicked if Jason drops this game. No, not at all. Because flip side, he's in the division with me and Kelly that also have a similar record to him. So um, now again, it, it doesn't matter where you finish in the division for the playoffs at all, unless you're you're first, right? You know that it's that's the one and two seeds. Um, it doesn't matter what record you have if you finish first in your division. Um, it, it matters what records other people have. So, um, again, Alex in the other division, um, and Derek in the other division, right? Like it's, he's almost going up against the rest of his division. Um, so it all depends on how Kelly and I do. That's a really good point. Do you have a quick way to look at his schedule? I do. Yeah. Why don't you do that real quick? And I will just check in one more thing I want to ask you. Um, Alex, about Jason's team. Okay. Do you um? Would you try to shop JJ Smith Schuster? He's kind of hot and cold. Would I trust JJ Smith Schuster? Would you look to trade him? Uh, I don't know who would take him. I'll be honest. Trades in this league don't really happen for people that are iffy. No one really wants a player that's iffy. Like, what what could you get for him? You know what I mean? Because like, I mean, there. There, there are a lot of leagues where it's people that like look at the like they watch the NFL and they watch the game specifically, and you can look at players and be like, "Wow, they're still really good. They have a lot of potential." But a lot of people in our league, we look at the numbers, specifically the numbers. I yeah. don't think anyone would really want JJ. Wouldn't want him. So yeah, I think, I think Lucas has the answer. I'm gonna get there in one second, but it's a good point. One of the things I think it's it's uh, it's uh, converse apparently is that. I'm glad we're not a dynasty league. I prefer this, but apparently in dynasty leagues, trades happen all the time because teams are trying to kind of continue to turn things over. All right, Lucas, yeah, what do you get? What do you got? What's Jason's schedule looking like on the way home? Um, so he's got Alex this week, right? Like we've been talking about. Then it's Kelly, Carly, myself, Bob, and then he ends with Matt. Oh Lord! So even if he gets, t- even if he gets through Alex to go to. Four and four, that is a murderer's row of a schedule. At least last week, he's that's the top three teams in the league. I, I would say next week's matchup with Kelly um, 
the winner there is probably in a in the driver's seat for playoff spot. Oh, that's right. So it's it's Alex, it's Kelly, and then there's a, some combination of Bob, Cam, and, and Carly. It's Carly. Then it's Carly, me, Bob. Oh goodness, yeah. Good luck, Jason. That's that's tall water. Okay. Five. Um. Where it's hard. I'm going to say. Lucas, right? No. No. no, no, no. Who are you gonna say, Lucas? Who are you gonna say? I was gonna say, Steve said that it was the closest calculation ever, and so he stays at five. I'm saying Steve. Oh, that's... Yeah. I tripped over. It was five stayed five? Okay. Well, so it's all about listening, Alex. You got to listen to Steve. Okay, no, you see, the issue was after I said your name and I was like, dang it, did we say Lucas already? <laughs> I didn't want to sound stupid, so I was like, wait, no. Because <laughs> I think we, I, someone get, one of us guessed your name earlier, and we were, I was like, wait a minute. Kelly oh. asked, oh, sorry. Um, I'm going to, when I sent the question out before the league and anyone have any questions, Kelly sent one to me directly that I'm going to say to you guys to give you a to think about, and I'll give a quick snapshot of my team. So two questions. The first one was who has been the best waiver wire pickup of the year? Now I've waited while you guys think about that. I have waited to bring this question up till now, because despite all the terribleness of my team, I'm hard pressed to think there's been a better pickup this year than James Robinson on my team of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, and the very quick snapshot of my team. Uh, I feel better. I feel like it's rounding into form. But at the end of the day, I, I think this is the best case. This is a Final Four team that would have to get lucky to make a run past that. The wide receivers, Debo again getting hurt, feels like it uh, was a step backwards. Love the running back situation, but I'm going to have two good running backs on the bench unless I can find a trading partner, which we know is very hard to do. Further compounded by any trade I make is going to get vetoed by Cam. So, uh, so short version, like where they're going, uh, still doesn't feel like a championship contender to me so that's my two cents have you guys had a second to think about it any thoughts on who has had the best waiver wire pickup of the year mm. I, I don't think so you're no i i would say you're right there steve um as i'm kind of scrolling through the only other one I would mention, and I'm not sure if this is a waiver or a draft one for Cam, but Robbie Anderson. Oh yeah, that's a fantastic. That was a fantastic pick. But yeah, that was a draft pick. That was a draft. Okay, yeah, I wasn't yeah. sure if he drafted him or picked him up. No, I mean Robinson is number three running back in the league right now. I, you're right. That by definition, that is the best waiver wire pickup at this point. Steve, I feel like you, every year you we always end up asking this question, and you really throw yourself out there because I feel like this is the award you want to win the most. Is best waiver wire pickup? And Lucas's I feel you do usually win it a lot. Question. What? Lucas's wife texted me the question. Lucas can no, get confirmation. No, so I'm I was not. not. No, you're not selling yourself. You're still selling yourself. You know, I'm just saying. I just feel you take deep pride in always getting the best waiver wire pickup, and uh, you did it again so far. Well, thank you, but and I think part of it is because 
nobody preps for the draft more than I do, but I don't, I rarely hit it out of the park at the draft except for last year. So however you can get there. And mm-hmm. I will mention to my kicker, young Huku. I have taken on the family tradition, Alex, of loving Falcon kickers. It's a dangerous road, Steve. It's a dangerous <laughs> road. Because next year you're going to be in round Luke's 12 and you're like, I don't want to. He won't miss. I'm just, I'm just saying. Eventually, you're gonna when you when he's not on your team, it's gonna rip your team apart. So you're gonna start reaching for him in drafts. It's gonna be worth it, but it's a long road, Steve. I miss Bryant every day. <laughs> well, if he retires, I'm not drafting him. He's he's still behind right. the Miami. Hey, I drafted him in the last team. round. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say, Luke? He's still behind the Miami Dolphins kicker. Really? Yeah. yeah. I would not have thought Sanders was – he's the – all right. Gosh, that was a 10 for 10. I would have got that way wrong. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're not going to stay here on my team any longer. We've talked about him for a while. So who is four? That's uh, me. Lucas. And that was where I was tripping over. Actually, the closest margin in the entire – this week was Lucas, you four, me five. Um, so that one was close. But yeah, you are you are four at this point. So, talk to me. We uh, we were uh, we were live actually podcasting when you found out that Le'Veon Bell was cut by the Jets. We all predicted where he would go. I don't believe anybody said Kansas City, and that was just a doomsday scenario for you. Um, well, I thought somebody had said Kansas City at some point, but I, I could be wrong. Yeah, you know, again, it's a little early yet to figure out how bad he's going to cut into uh, Edward Dolaire's carries and stuff. The last game wasn't too horrible. Um, it, he was out there. He played. But, uh, again, it's, just, it's the first game. Um, we'll, we'll see how they use him. For sure. What else you got, Lucas? Keep it going. I know you have all that info. <sighs> Well, I don't really, really, really want to talk about it, but I, the Tyler Lockett just killed me this week. I could not. I, I honestly thought of playing him. I should have played him. I played Will Fuller instead. Uh, the only reason that I even hesitated to put Lockett in is because he scored like four and five points the previous two weeks. And Metcalf, right? Metcalf was looking really good. They were throwing the ball to him more. And I'm like, you know what? Um, you know, Fuller's had a good couple of weeks here. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna ride the hot hand. And oh my God, that hurt so, so much. Um, but uh, and and same with my running backs, right? I didn't know uh, whether to start uh, Davis or Edwards Alaire, and so I went Davis. Uh, that one wasn't too bad. That was about a six point difference. But if I would have made those two switches, I still would have lost by less than two points. So that makes me feel better um, that I did not waste Lockett's 50 points um, outing along with Adam's 40 points. Like I, I sh- you, you should win if you have two receivers with, with points like that. Um, Mahomes, Mahomes scoring 20. That came out of nowhere. Um, now again, while Steve, I was at your house and they're getting ready for kickoff for the four o'clock games and they let's go to Denver and our, our crew in Denver and they show Denver and it's blizzarding 
And what did I say? Something along the lines of, oh, shit. Um, you see snow in a game like that, it, all, everything goes out the window. I was really, really concerned at that point. I'm like, they're not going to throw the ball. They're going to run it. Edwards Delaire is going to go off. Um, he's just not going to have a good game. It's 17 degrees. It's snowing. It's a divisional game. I, I, I had, I had bad thoughts at that point. And, uh, yeah. And the one touchdown he had goes to Cam's player. So I couldn't <laughs> even, couldn't even catch up there. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I've, I've made my decision. Um, I, I still have the guys I drafted. My starting lineup is still healthy. They are still all on my roster, um, and they're all going to start for me the rest of the season, unless they're on by or unless they get injured. I've just decided. Um, no more Tinker Stinker. It's not really Tinker Stinker, but no more matchup playing, no more whatever. Like, go with what got you there. Well, I can't – look, I'm not going to tell you you're wrong, but let's also – Let's also give you credit for the decision you made to play Will Fuller going into that game, the last three games, six for 108 and a touchdown, four for 58 and a touchdown, six for 123 and a touchdown. You back it up one game before that, four for 54 and a touchdown. So I get your math if you've used Lockage or Stud, but this wasn't like you were just taking a wing and a prayer and thinking some guy was going to kind of come out of nowhere. This, this was a decent call, and playing Green Bay did not feel like a matchup concern like so I get it, but I also get your bigger point. Um, so two things on your team. I uh, One question and one statement of fact. The thing that makes me nervous about Clyde Edwards-Alaire moving forward. Um, oh, yeah. this... Die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what that was. Anyway, yes. Die has to die has to pee, you know, take care of it. So. <laughs> Clyde Edwards-Alaire only played 53% of the snaps last week so maybe that's a little skewed because it was a blowout at the end so that may not quite be it but that would definitely be uh, feel like a flag for me yeah so with six minutes to go in that game not only did they pull Mahomes but they pulled him as well um that game was over their defense their special teams took care of it for them the offense didn't have to that was the other thing right like if it was a close game Mahomes gets more points um yeah but the defense with a pick six, the punt return for a touchdown, which thank goodness I had their defense and could actually get those points. Um, that just put it out of reach really quickly. And they just didn't care after that point. And they put in their scrubs with six minutes to go in the game and I was done. So um, part of that 53% is, is factored into that as well. So it feels like it's not a great barometer because of kind of the game script. Okay. No, I'm not concerned about that at all. Um, again, I, I'm more concerned about Bell in the next two weeks. And let's see as he starts warming up and, and getting more into the system, um, how they utilize him. Um, and then I'll start being concerned. With ha having being the general manager of, or having Mahomes on your team for half a year with that experience, if we changed everything next year, I know we're not changing rules, but just for this hypothetical, and it was just entirely redraft. There were no keepers, but you kept the first pick in the draft. Is it Mahomes, or would you go in a new direction? I'm sorry. I did not quite follow you entirely there. Um, we had talked a few weeks ago when you were on um, the show podcast. You had said even if McCaffrey was available to you at the draft, you would take Mahomes. 
quarterback. He's the best quarterback. It's a valuable position in the league. I'm yep. saying next year, if it was an entire redraft, we had no keepers. You had the first pick. So any player, you get whoever you want. Is Mahomes the number one pick? Um, he gets consideration. Um, yeah, it's – I don't know. It, 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 that's, a, that's a tough one um, because then I look at players like Wilson, right, who's our number one quarterback in the league. I don't even have to look. Uh, but Mahomes is four. That's great too. But if you can get a top five quarterback um, in the second, third, fourth round, something like that, you know, it's quarterback heavy league. They're really important. Um, that was my, my thought process with the number one pick anyway. Um, and so you, you get the best quarterback that's out there. That's going to be the most consistent. Um, but kind of watching it a little bit closer this time. I mean, th- there's other options always out there every year. And you can try try your luck on those too. So really the first pick is is more about who's going to play all season the most consistently best at their position um whether it's running back quarterback um wide receiver maybe um but running backs just tend to tend to consistently get more points yeah it's a good call this is and this has just been a terrible year. I don't. I think it was a show you were on. We recapped the first round, and it's basically been a dumpster fire across the board. Well, I, think, I wouldn't say fourth ranked quarterback is a dumpster fire right now. Now, this past week, yeah, it really sucked to see all these other quarterbacks put up like fifty points, fifty-five to sixty points. There's like six or seven quarterbacks in that range, and Mahomes gets twenty. Right? Yeah, I, I would have hoped he was at least in the forties or fifties there, um, and then. I would have really been upset that I didn't play Tyler Lockett, but um, no, I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm not, I'm not unhappy with my pick at this point. Oh, sure. I'm sorry. I'm not saying Mahomes himself was a dumpster fire, but I would, I, I think you'd have to say maybe he's underperforming what you were wanting for the first pick and the totality of the first round has been dumpster fire, multiple IRs. Um, I basically think that the back half of the first round, they're succeeding. The rest of us have kind of, not had a good run of it. Yeah, I gotcha. All right. Now we get into really the the top three teams in the league. There are four of us at five and two, but I'm very well um, aware that I've caught some lucky breaks. So the other three, five and two teams of them, who is number three? I'm going to say Bobby. Yeah, no, yeah I'm going to stay. I'm going to say Bobby. That, that's that's a good call. I'm gonna say Bobby too. You're both wrong. No, it's not. No, we're not. Charlie, look, look, look again. <laughs> <laughs> you you were wrong on the first one. I was. I got the sheet right in front of me. And I've 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 made sure that everything is lined up the way it's supposed to be. Well, well, Cam, I I totally disagree, but it's Cam. Okay. Alex, Cam, or Carly, who are you going with number three? Cam. Uh, was uh, was three stays three, Cam. I, you you know I think uh, I still think that James Robinson was the best waiver wire pickup. But honorable mention, I don't think Cam. I don't think Cam drafted Herbert. I think that was a free agent acquisition. Yeah, he picked him up a couple of weeks ago after I mentioned. 
on this podcast that Jason should go up and pick up Herbert and that I had been looking at him for a few weeks. Um, and I don't know. You'll have to ask him the next time he's on whether or not he heard that and took my advice or if he was looking at him already. Um, but yeah, that one, that one hurt. Herbert should have had 20 points and Mahomes should have had 59. Um, that, that's the way you would have thought it would have gone, but, uh, yeah, no, he's, he's doing quite well and good for him because, you know, Dak was also doing quite well and he seems to have not missed a beat, right? Dak going on IR, you would have thought, uh Oh, well, there goes Cam. Um, but yeah. Alex, I just want to offer you quick condolences because uh, week 11, Herbert plays the Jets, the worst team in the league by a mile and a half, and you play Cam in week 11. So good luck. It's going to go great, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the thing that Cam has to – I do. I like his team. Um, I think that he's got a couple of things, though, that I think you've got to be concerned about. Herbert's a rookie. I believe that there's going to be a regression to the norm. James Conner gets hurt every year. It's coming. Kareem Hunt is going to lose value when Nick Chubb comes back. Current projection is that that is going to be week 10. So this top five running back he has now is going to lose a lot of his value. Though, to his credit, he can plug Josh Jacobs in. Um, so there's that. And the issue is, I think, between Tyreek Kill, A.J. Brown, and Marquise Hollywood-Brown, those are just three really volatile wide receivers. They could carry him to a 100-point game, to 200-point game one week, but you know what? They could do that, and then the second round of the playoffs, they could crater out and offer him like 13 points total. It's a big range of outcome with these guys. So he can get lucky, or but it just feels like not bad, but to me, I think that's part of the reason he's the third one of these three teams. That's fair. He has a good team. Yeah. It's not like yeah. it's a bad thing to be put third, like compared to these teams. So, I I don't know how he does it, but every single year he makes the playoffs, mm-hmm. and it's exactly like this, right? What did he start out six in the preseason, and he's just slowly climbed. He's up into the top two, three again, right? And and in a great spot to make the playoffs. And um, I don't know. I, <laughs> I did. I, the, it's. I'd, I'd like a little bit of that magic. Um, just seems to to hit on the right players, I guess. Right? You know, cream yeah. hunt. Right? Sitting there just in case. And what do you know? Um, I, I mean, to to draft a player. And I agree with with it. At, you know, I would have liked cream hunt on my team, but to draft a player and hope that the starter gets injured, and then does like, how does that happen? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Robbie Anderson too. Where Robbie Anderson? Where did he come from? He's a he ninth wide receiver. He the Adam Gase uh, triangle. Okay, right. Well, okay. So he was a Jet, so he's probably overlooked. And then he goes to a Carolina team that just lost their starting quarterback, and he's the ninth oh. wide receiver in our league. Right. Like those are the sorts of things I look at where I'm like, nope, I'm not considering him. Um, but then Cam does and grabs him and. Gets rewarded. And I'm sorry, I have to real quick go back on something I said. Robbie Anderson was a free agent acquisition. He was not drafted, or at least he wasn't drafted by Cam. Ah, okay. Well, then there you go. Um, he would be my also uh, top waiver pickup then. 
All right, so yeah, I think we've got cam three. I think that's a good spot. And uh, he's also got Antonio Gibson. I'll be curious to see kind of, he just, he feels not quite playable, but he's still pretty good. All right, number two. I would have to assume that's still Bob. Yeah, that's going to be Bobby. Before I get into that, my, my wife, the lovely and talented one, just sent me a text. And I didn't know if this is like genuinely funny or because of my field, if I find this to be funny. So I'm going to read it to you verbatim. And you guys tell me if this is funny or not. Be honest. All right. Uh, I asked my therapist who their therapist was and went to see them. I asked the same thing until I got to the final, the final boss therapist and defeated them with my train wreck of a life. Huh. I just like how there's a final boss. I did enjoy that, but that's that kind of funny. You know, it's a nice little, nice little joke, you know. But, so it was a good read, but maybe not hitting the same spot that entertained me. I mean, like, okay, so, like, if if Megan texted me like that, and I was just, like, outside with my friends, I'd be like, guys, hold up. I got this funny therapist joke. And then if I read that, I think they would all be disappointed. But I think there was a little bit of entertainment out of it, you know. I mean, there. All right. I'll take it. Lucas? <laughs> about the same place? I, I can't add anything to that. No. <laughs> yeah, right. so he, he's Dude. the friend I was with. He'd be like, okay. Yeah. And then he'd just walk away. Be like, Alex, that, that, that's not what I expect of you. No. I expect, I expect more. Mm -hmm. Two is Bobby. Um, one thing I want to check in on real quick with Bobby's team is I think uh, we have, we've been talking about matchups. Bobby and Cam have not had any of their matchups yet, so that's going to be uh, real interesting in deciding their fate. So I know the last one is in week 13. I, can, I don't have the other one off the top of my head, but that's going to be real interesting, especially if one of them goes 2-0 and against the other. Wow. that I did not know that yet. That's very intriguing. Um... Yeah, so so you're up against uh, Bobby this week, Steve, and then he's got Cam next week. Um, so yeah, that's gonna be he's gonna run a gauntlet too because he'll have you, Cam, Kelly, Carly, Jason, and then Cam at the end. Mm -hmm. That's so quite Jason's a gauntlet. Good. So basically, everyone he's got left has been in the top six of the janking so far. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, that's a well, that's except a tough way Kelly. To well, Kelly was preseason too, but I don't. Oh, sure. sure. Count that. Yeah. yeah, I just don't view. I know Kelly's eighth. I just don't view her that way. Okay. Yep. We, I do. I, I do have to speak up. We we should hurry up a little bit though. Oh, okay. Um, okay. How much time? What time? How much time do you think we got before we got to start? Getting I'd say give us like ten minutes. So what were you? What were you or before we get into the final stuff? Probably like ten minutes before we get into the, like the final final goodbyes. So what? Okay. okay. All right, so we're going to go quickly here then. Um, Bobby, I want to ask you this question, Alex. Me and Lucas were watching, you know, good football instead of the Lions game because he was here. But it seemed like every yes. time we had the Lions game on, Julio Jones was getting stretched out or something. Was he basically getting medical attention the entire game? I mean, that happens to him a lot, apparently. Like, that happens, like, it's multiple years where he'll keep going out. Um, they even talked about it during the game. It's like the dude has, like, so many muscle issues. Like, he does like, has, like, three-hour massages or something. Yeah. I guess like that kind of thing happens to him all the time and it, it stinks. But like when you're a big physical receiver and you take hits, like if you imagine like golly that he does now and like how Kelvin Johnson used to, it takes a giant toll on your body, especially because you're doing it in the backfield where you're going like mass speed. 
It just, yeah, Steve, don't you don't you remember when they said that? I mean, they said that he got three hour massages. What your response was? <laughs> I bet it was something inappropriate. <laughs> I said something to the effect that how he would never let somebody touch him for three hours or something like that. Exactly. All right, so uh, we're going to keep a quick pace. So apologies to Cam and uh, Carly. So we will try to make it up by a little more attention on your team next week. Um, Russell Wilson is phenomenal. D Derek Henry, phenomenal. Stefan Diggs is starting to return a little bit to uh, mortality. Last two games averaging about 10 points a game. So that's something to keep an eye on. I can't imagine he's going to keep playing DeAndre Swift over Julio Jones. But it's a good squad. Bobby, we love you. We're going to give you more time next time and last time. Lucas, with your, you've got the chart. How many weeks in a row has Carly been one? She has been one since week three. Goodness gracious. Okay. Well, this might be the week she's vulnerable. Kamara plays the Bears, who are at least a defense who could contain them, or running back wide receiver combination are on by. Uh, she still kind of is a little bit of a rough spot with her flex player. Um, I don't think anybody wants Devin Singletary in that spot. And uh, good, but this might be a week she goes to five and three. Uh, thoughts, guys? Might be. Might be. No, this is the week she goes to five and three, Steve. This is the week. My man, I'm calling the shot. I'm, I'm playing her. All right. I cannot go 0 and 2 against my sister in law who just started playing fantasy football. Mm -hmm. I don't know. We've gone 0 and 2 to. Kelly a lot. We can do it to her, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Again, uh, Carly, Bobby, you're fantastic teams. We just don't want to have to do the uh, two-hour fix to uh, make this podcast work. So, all right. We are going to go to the rankings first, and we may not have time for recommendations. So, uh, update for the year. Uh, Lucas, one of the things I talked about last week was after I had successfully predicted Matt upsetting whoever he upset two weeks ago, I was no longer going to be married to the numbers and going with a low number. I was going to pick who I thought was actually going to win. As a result, I went 5-0 and last week. Um, our numbers for the year, oh, shoot. Um, While well, I stall, Cam, or Lucas, will you text Cam asking for his predictions and ask if you can get him to us ASAP? Okay, so right now, I am leading the way with a 571 win percentage. Cam is second with a 561 percentage. Lucas, you are third with a 521 percentage. Jack, 514. Alex, it was a bit of a rough week for you last week, one and four. So you and Derek are both with a 400 winning percentage. Hmm. Cool. Nice. It, it is. So, all right, I will talk a little bit slowly, but not too slow because we want to move here. So the Jankup of the week is going to be one. Carly versus four Lucas. Lucas, who do you have? I haven't I said this four times already during this podcast. That it's might only me. be three, but fair enough. It's me. Uh, going do you think down. you're going to sing song when you say that? It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be me. me. Uh no, I didn't even know that it was a song. So oh, my <laughs> does. <laughs> All right, we will wait for Cameron. Um Alexander, who are you taking? Charlie. Uh, like we, uh, one of the things we also talked about last week or maybe two weeks ago, Lucas, is I'm going to wait till Thursday night to let people set their lineups before I say who ESPN is plugging in. Uh, yep. Lucas, I'm actually going to take you too. I think the matchup looks really well for you. It looks really good for you. 
All right. Uh, next, two, Bobby versus five, Steve. Alex, who do you have? Going Bobby. Uh, I think this is going to be just a, just a curb stomping. Bobby's going to be on me like white on rice. Lucas, who do you have? That sounds accurate, Stephen. I'm going with Bob. Yeah, I think he's got good matchups and a good team. All right. Next, three Cam versus nine Derek. All right, I am going to start out with you, Lucas. Yeah, you know, um, I wanted to um, shoot. Maybe this isn't the matchups. I'm sorry. I was trying to stall for time as well. Um, <laughs> I wanted to pick Derek. Yes, this was the matchup. But uh, with OBJ on IR and Chris Godwin out with a broken finger, um, I'm going Cam. Alex? I am also going to go Cam. Derek, you're a heck of a team. Bad break this year. I'm going to keep the streak. We're all going with Cam. All right. Six, Jason versus 10, Alex. Alex, I don't think this is the week. I'm going to go with Jason. Lucas. Uh, yeah, Alex picked against me, so I'm going Jason. I do believe this is the week. I think my time's finally going to put my team's finally going to pull together. Let's go, team Alex. All right. And at team Alex, last match. Seven, Matt versus eight, Kelly. I'm going to go Matt. I believe in him. I will go Kelly. If it's a full complement of players, I think you're right. There are just so many wild cards. McCaffrey got pulled off IR, but it's a Thursday game, so we don't know if he's going to play. We don't know if Michael Thomas is going to play. But I'm going to say they're back. Even if they're back, they won't be at 100%. I think Cinderella takes a shot. I am going to go with Matthew. Yeah. All right. Recommendations for the week. I'm going to go first and give you a chance to think. And this is going to be the stupidest recommendation of all time, but it has brought me a lot of joy. For those of you – well, you're on the league. You remember that draft – thing you we did lucas to kind of determine draft order the randomizer yes. mm -hmm. like when i've got my to-do list like at work and i've got like my documents to write like i will enter them all in the to-do list in the randomizer <laughs> the draft lottery well i could do a straight lottery or a weighted or a custom and it's a lot of fun it makes it a lot more fun what am i doing first hit the <laughs> reveal button and uh i have really enjoyed that <laughs> I think that's the most Steve thing I've ever heard. That is awesome. I love it. I love it. Thank you. What you got? Um, I am watching a documentary series on Netflix called High Score. It is very cool and interesting, mostly because in this time of 2020, you like to escape. To when things were, times were better, like the 1980s, when we were children and we'd go to the arcade and we'd play arcade games, or we would play our Nintendo Entertainment System. And uh, so, so this is a documentary basically about uh, video games, um, about the arcades, about the Atari system, about the Nintendo system. Um, if you remember all the Nintendo World Championships that used to happen, um, and Nintendo Power, the magazine, right? And 
something interesting I learned and I never knew you could call these um, game counselors at Nintendo. Mm. So if you were stuck on any video game, because there was no internet, there was no YouTube, there was no Wikipedia. If you didn't know how to get through a maze or beat a boss, you could call a Nintendo game counselor and they would walk you through step-by-step how to get through and beat the game. Oh my, okay, I'm sorry. We're going to pause here. I'm going to answer first and I want yours. My question is, Lucas, if you could have used that for one back in the day, what would it have been? Me, that stupid Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game, there was a stupid spot in the subway I could never figure out how to get past. That game was, yes, that game was very frustrating. Um, but I would use it for maps, right? So they're like your Legend of Zelda maps and those large worlds like that that were just kind of hard to visualize and know where to go. Oh, gotcha. I never played Zelda, so I wouldn't know, but I'll take your word for it. Nice. Hmm. All right, Xander, bring us home. Um, I'm going to recommend um, the ISU Grand Prix figure skating uh, competition going on in Las Vegas right now. It's been on TV the past couple of days. It's been pretty interesting. Uh, I never really know how impressive it is until you actually watch it, because like I'm pretty sure like if I even like tried to get off the couch gracefully, say like, I, if I, good night, I, I even tried, it wouldn't even look like I don't know. Never mind. I don't know who that is. Well, you don't like my suggestion? It's a good suggestion. I don't know who Gracie is. I don't know who that is. Suggest to me who that is. 